Welcome, everyone, to the TZR Podcast, episode 29. My name is Justin Skirbo, and today I am joined by Alex Schock. Hello, hello. Mike Potts. I'm so close to finishing The Witcher. <laughs> and Ben Rickaby. How's it going? Guys, today is May 25th, Wednesday, May 25th. Uh, it's about 8 p.m. Uh, and like every week on the TZR podcast, we will be publishing immediately after this is done. So every Wednesday uh, at about 9.30 p.m., the podcast will go live. You can subscribe. It's so great. Technology is amazing. <laughs> you can subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, all kinds of great stuff. We typically talk about video games, news, gaming topics, and whatever we're playing. It's pretty awesome and slightly funny because we go on tangents like real hard. That's true. I've got a couple news topics for you gentlemen today. And it starts with Rocket League's Xbox One and PC crossplay is now live. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> this has set a precedent yes. for like gaming like forever. Yes, this is a really cool thing. Yeah, um, yeah, this this is one of those things where it's like, man, why hasn't this ever happened before? Yeah, I feel like for this, a... this is the first game for Xbox to be crossplay with another system. It's like, quote it's unquote, like the first right? game ever to be crossplay with another system. Yes, so so crossplay right. like well, for for a more popular title, like uh, PlayStation has done it with like Final Fantasy XI. And, I th- and Rocket League. And and Portal 2 and stuff, yeah, and Rocket League. So th- I, this isn't something yeah. crazy, but I, I definitely understand the perspective where it's like, you know, with console gaming, it almost seems like they've been in these walled gardens for so long, and, you know, it's kind of like each each console plays only with its own. Uh, but something like this is amazing, because it just it creates so much more opportunity for matchmaking. I think it makes everybody's life a little bit easier and more fun, really. And it opens the door for... Uh... Xbox PlayStation 4 crossplay which they they were talking that, about that would be pretty unheard of. Yeah, I think they were saying that there's going to be um or they're already looking into it. Rocket League would definitely be the first game that would allow it to happen. Um but... That's the other cool part to this uh, for me. Like it's not Call of Duty, it's not Halo, it's not Battlefield. It's fucking Rocket League, well, <laughs> you know, that's like breaking the gaps here. What's nice is that Rocket League is a game where you're not going to get people complaining like, oh, well, he's on a mouse and keyboard, so therefore he has right. an advantage. Like, right. there's, it's not really going to, if anything, person with a controller <laughs> might have an advantage just because it's not so awkward. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, I think the only advantage that a PC player would have is that it runs, like, at a consistent 60 frames. Like, I've, I've watched, or I'm not sure how the Xbox version runs, but I'll run, like, the PS4 one next to the PC one, and the PC one's clearly smoother oh. and nicer. I mean, I've I've never played Rocket League and been like, oh, look at that frame drop. Oh, yeah, no, never. It's <laughs> like, it's a beautifully running game, and I think it's, it's honestly, like, the smartest candidate for this because it's easily, like, the most explosively popular multiplayer game of the last, like, year. Yeah, it's great. so good. Yeah. It's so inexplicably good because it's such a silly game when you really think about it. Yeah. And people just love it it's, so much, yeah, including me. I mean, I don't know what the esports scene is like with it is like, but I know there's like a lot of people streaming it pretty much yeah, all the time. It, it's there. Yeah. It's like it, it's a passionate community and the developers are awesome. They're very community focused and they're always listening and adding up free updates to everything. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I know. love all the random stuff they add to that game. They're yeah. crushing it. I know Ben will die on the cross of Battlefront gives away free content all the time, <laughs> but I think Rocket League's done it the best. No, Rocket League clearly is taking the cake with this one, but I, a lot of games are starting to kind of do that where they'll balance between free stuff and uh, paid content. I mean, so. which, uh, the by Witcher. the way, when I used to play PC stuff, that was like super normal. And yeah. it's so weird that it's, so, it's like bizarre and strange for it to happen on console. Cause my example for that is always Terraria, which is like a radically uh-huh. different game, radically different than it was when it first came out. Because just like every, every like three weeks, they'd be like, by the way, there's 50 new elements. 
right. in, uh, it, you know, there's 50 new elements to use now, and there's 26 new bosses, and we added 40 new weapons, and it's like, oh my god, I can't keep track of all of this stuff that they're just, and never did they ask for money. Or, or yeah. Minecraft, of course. Yeah, Mine, Minecraft, yeah, Minecraft. probably the biggest example. In, yeah. in terms of a console, you're absolutely right, CD Projekt Red just what is it 19 dlcs for witcher 3 that they gave away okay, it's like well, well, hold, up, hold up hold up so i specifically with the witcher i think that 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 idea is being exaggerated a little bit when they're like oh 19 packs no those were patches they didn't add in a new control style they patched the control style because no no no, so no, no, no 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 there was a yeah. lot of there was a lot of like new armor set uh, new new costumes for the characters. It wasn't all just like we fixed our like, horrendously broken right. game. Like all the cosmetic stuff that you would see in other games that usually are like thrown in at, to like a five ten dollar pack. They just gave them away, and there was like fifteen nineteen of them. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, I mean, all of the the main characters that you encounter have alternate costumes. There's new weapons. There's uh, d- d- new game plus. They just were like, "Hey, uh, we hear people like new game plus, so here you go." Yeah, it's <laughs> like... pretty awesome. I mean, th- I feel like this sort of. Uh, so I mean, it's yep. it's great that games are being uh, supported the way that they are with all this extra content and stuff. I think the one like. N- I guess negative. I mean, it's not a bad thing at all, but it's almost like adding to the issue of like too many games to play. Right. So it's like all these developers are trying to squeeze every ounce of time out of you as they continue to support these games and and add new stuff. Meanwhile, whole brand new games are being released every other week. And it's just like, Holy shit. Like, what do you play? You know? Right. And I guess before we move off of the Witcher topic, um, like all that DLC that we were just talking about, all the hairstyles and, clothes and swords and whatever that came out a week after release so it's not like it was extending the longevity for me which i never do i've talked about that before i rarely go back to a game um like it was out and ready for me to play yeah but will you will you play blood and wine though the yes because i'm still playing (laughs) (laughs) i've never stopped you never stopped uh i'm i'm still like i did the main game and then i did uh heart of stone and i'm sort of it took a break for a little while, but I'm still in the middle of it. Hmm. So I'm just, I can't get away from it. Yeah. It's really good. This actually, well, well, this actually, I would like, yeah, I I would like to mention that the difference between like, say rocket leagues, DLC and, uh, the witchers is like the witcher, the free stuff didn't add a whole lot of like story content to it. I mean, I'm not exactly sure on and this. Rocket but... League did. <laughs> well, Rocket League is adding full on. They, they modes, added new game like... modes. They added new arenas and all that stuff that, that would normally, you know, would yeah, be I, I, paid content. I know what you mean. It, it didn't. It was most of the stuff. That, although they did add in new game plus for I mean, free, which is new that's game, a pretty big deal. New game plus. They changed the movement system. Oh well, yeah, but if Skirbo will inventory. argue that that's a patch. But yeah. so was all this Rocket League stuff. It's not DLC. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but they added hockey. They added uh, yeah basketball. DLC, right, it's all it was all patched in free content. Yeah, I I guess it is tomato tomato. Uh, well, on the topic of The Witcher, this actually uh, nicely segues into a new topic. Um, <laughs> I guess part of the uh, the benefit to all of this great content being part of Witcher Three is because it may, will pretty much will be the last Witcher game that we see. So that's that yeah there was a quote from a developer at cd project red that states quote we are a publicly traded company so we cannot comment on that but i can assure you that we are not working on another witcher project uh i'm not sure what the context of we can finally move on to (laughs) cyberpunk 2077 i think that's what you could take that to mean like we're not working on it because we're working on this other game but that doesn't really say that there's not going to be a Witcher 4. Yeah, I mean, they're not saying we're never going to make one. They're, are, are they not working on, like, two games right now? They're working on two. They're working on a totally new IP that nobody's heard or seen anything about. And then uh, Cyberpunk is, like, their main, their yeah. main deal. So, like, and they're not a huge company by any means. So, like, of course they're not. Oh, yeah, we're working on The Witcher and we're also <laughs> doing two other games at the right. same time. Yeah. Pots. Wasn't that a question that was at we just Pots and I sat it on a Witcher panel at uh at PAX and I'm pretty sure that was a question someone asked, like, are you gonna be working on 
Uh, another yeah, Witcher after this. I'm, I'm pretty sure they were like, uh, they, no. <laughs> they, <laughs> no, or whatever. They didn't say, I mean, they didn't say yes or no, but they said they were, like, they were open to it. Like, they liked The Witcher. They wouldn't mind. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, they, I mean, it was a wishy-washy answer, but uh, they didn't stand up and say, we will never make another game. Oh, That's yeah, of course game. not. I, it's, I, I, I think I, it's a matter of they, they want to do something new at yeah. this point. And I don't blame them. I would say you'll get a Witcher, uh, like Witcher Four, about the same distance between Red Dead Redemption and the rumored sequel for right. Red Dead Redemption that might be coming out soon or whenever. I'm fine yeah. with that. I have a feeling I, that we're going like... to hear about that pretty soon. I'm getting too many yearly releases, and you know, and even two years sometimes is too soon for some games. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, especially with a game like this where. It's just so freaking long. It's like yeah. I don't, I don't. God, if I got this like November of one year, and then the next one's coming out the next year, that's like that works with like Halo and Call mm-hmm. of Duty and stuff. But like, God, there's no way that I could handle playing a game like this. Or what if they released a new Elder Scrolls every year? God, like, that'd be all- terrifying. I mean, case in point is Assassin's Creed. Like it. Like that gameplay was so crisp and new when it first came out, and it's just so tired now. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad they're taking a break this year. <laughs> Me too. God yeah. damn. I mean, I think. Although I, I kind of hope they extend the break for more than just this year, so that we actually kind of want uh, an Assassin's Creed experience again. <laughs> yeah, wait for yeah. people to ask for it. Well, you hoping... know, they took a break between uh, Revelations and Three, and Three was really hyped up. People were excited for that. I enjoyed three. A lot of people hated three, but I liked it. I I enjoyed all of them, but yeah. they they never really reached the same heights, barring uh, Black Flag, which was just amazing. Yeah, like two and Brotherhood were really great. Black Flag was really great, and most of the other ones were pretty kind of meh for me. Yeah, like yeah. They're just they're so they're also similar. Yeah, Steve. My problem is, is I missed Brotherhood, and I don't want to jump out of continuity with the game, so oh, I have so, to like catch up. It's so <laughs> you good. played any of them since two? Uh no i I played wow. three on the Vita, which was ben, a completely different game. But ben, Brotherhood is like an expansion for two. Like it's exactly like two, except it has a bunch of stuff that you where you're managing other people. But like it, it plays cool. exactly like two. Yeah, I mean, Revelations. I mean, I started like Revelations, but like I oh, said, God. it basically picks up where uh, Brotherhood did and or left off, and I was like, oh, I don't know what's going on, so I kind of quit. And yeah, Revelations is a horrendous game. I've I like forced myself to play that because I thought it was going to have some sort of like story significance in three. It doesn't. Revelations was it. a horrendous game. Ugh. I could not. That's the only one I just picked up, and I just did not have any desire to play. Yeah. I think that's well, how. And then I, I have Black Flag, and I really want to try it, but I don't. I'll, I'll get you around know, to it. That, if any of them, that's the one you don't need any kind of continuity with. Yeah, you should just play that one. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I find it. Uh, I find it interesting. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, I, I finally watched the trailer for the movie, and uh, now now I'm drawing a blank on what the time period is. But I think it's a very good decision on their part to do a time period that they have not done in the games. Yeah, I mean, I not, I guess I don't know what time period is in the movie. It's in Spain during the Inquisition. Isn't yes, it? the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It's pretty cool looking, actually. Like, I mean, as far as like video game movies go, I think that had like a, at least a little bit of you know meat to it. It looks better yeah, than the Warcraft that... movie. The Warcraft movie looks oh, horrendous. God. That is uh, not getting good reviews. <laughs> yeah, I. Scarpo, you were all about the Warcraft movie when the trailer came out. I don't think so. I was like, I'm not a Warcraft fan, so it didn't really resonate with me. I kind of always looked at that as like them just cashing in on the however many millions of people played mm-hmm. WoW. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I remember See, in Chow's Attic, someone was super excited about it. Yeah, it wasn't me because I, I have zero context with Warcraft, so yeah, I might wait as a summer popcorn flick, but not much more than that. Yeah, uh, also was not me. <laughs> I'll find the person. It's probably Chow. <laughs> yeah, right. Honestly, I, probably. I, I think I'm the only one that watched that uh, Assassin's Creed trail and was like, meh. Well, I wasn't I like, mean, I, oh my I, god, but it was like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I didn't yeah, like the music. 
I didn't my, like the animus. My takeaway from it was, huh, this doesn't look anything like the game, um, but it's interesting that they're doing a new time period, and that was basically it. It, it struck me as like Underworld. Like that kind of quality. Oh, I did not watch them. I love Underworld, and, and like they're good for what they are, right? <laughs> no, but, I mean I love them because they're terrible. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but that—I mean—that's not really what I want from an Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, so that kind of struck a weird chord with me. Uh, You've heard watching. that they're coming out with another Underworld movie, right? Of Don't course. Don't you that? Is <laughs> no, I mean, you—you you really only watch the first one and the second one and then the third one is kind of bullshit what's that actress's name is that kate um kate beckinsale beckinsale yeah yeah kate yeah. beckinsale and scott speedman bill nye was in the first one yes right? yes he was or the yeah that's the first one or second yes. one I don't not know. not bill nye bill nye yes. yeah <laughs> yeah i love bill i love bill nye yes yeah. <laughs> easy to uh <laughs> the two. Also in Shaun of the Dead and uh, About Time and yes, Shaun of that the other Dead, one. Love, a- Love Actually. That's the other one. Also a good movie. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Guys, you want some more news? Can I, can I drop one on you? Hit can me, I, can we diverge a little bit? News. Hit me with something. Uh, the uh, a new. Mighty Number no. Nine trailer dropped today. Oh God, I don't Ooh. give a shit. Did you guys watch it? No. Did anyone watch it? I watched the devs in battle race mode, and that was so dumb. I was yeah. like, God, so, I hate you so much, KG. So we we don't have to talk too long about it. So you guys didn't watch it, but like it's it base. It looks like the beta, um, but like better, like the graphics. Um, except they've had this made this really weird choice to have this like. Uh, 1990s children's commercial voiceover guy. Oh no! And it like it just totally falls flat. Like they try to do these jokes and they actually make fun of anime fans in the middle of it for some reason. And uh, that's uh, messed up. <laughs> it was just like a weird choice for like the introduction to your game that's coming out in a month. I feel um, like it's hard for anybody to truly take Mighty Number no. Nine seriously anymore. Like, <sighs> I I mean that was not a good step. Uh, they were trying to make it fun, I guess, sort of like you know how Beautiful Joe was like, uh, oh, Beautiful Joe, like was fun so and like wacky, but Beautiful Joe, kind of corny. Yeah, but it's. I mean, you'll see when you watch it. It's like, why did they do this? I'm watching it on on mute right now, which I, and I know I'm like not getting the uh, yeah no, the, the 90s it, voice or whatever. But like, I this just reminded me of how fucking ugly this game is. Like. From a dis like at a gl- for- at a glance, it like looks okay. Like the colors no, but are there. Once it zooms in, it's <laughs> the like the character ooh. models are awful, dude. It's so They're bad, really bad. And you know what the biggest shame is? I think this is like of anything a good lesson for people who look at stuff on kick. Oh my god, it just zoomed in again. Jesus, <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. it's a good lesson for people on Kickstarter <laughs> to realize that like okay, like that first concept art image that looked amazing. Uh yeah, that's not at all what you're getting at the end of this. Uh, you know what I mean? So like, me. I mean, this is definitely going to go in the annals of massive Kickstarter in, failures. In, in the annals. In the annals. <laughs> the thing is, is like, like I will honestly give it the benefit of the doubt. Like I enjoy Mega Man style games, like side-scrolling shooters. I like that kind of game. You know what I mean? And I want to have fun with this game, but like. There's just so much working against it right now but that, like, I think, dude, I think we're just, far beyond benefit of the Just doubt. play 20XX, and it it's literally dude, a ripoff. I, I, of... I crushed 20XX like the first day that I got 20XX. Me and uh, me and Russo just annihilated that game, uh, and it was awesome. Granted, they are patching it constantly, and I hope their uh, their dev listened to my complaint. <laughs> at PAX. I I kind of feel bad about Poignant that. Complaints. After we left there, hey, uh... I actually felt bad. <laughs> Hey, your art is really good, but your dash animation looks like ass. That's literally what I said to him. That's literally what I said to him. I was like, hey, man, I really enjoy everything about your game, but, like, I need to talk to your art director right now. And they're like, oh, he's right over there. And I was like, hey, man, your game looks... (laughs) I was like, your game looks great, but I don't know what you were thinking with this dash animation because it looks terrible. (laughs) You were were relatively harsh. You you were not super polite about it. I wasn't meaning to be harsh. It was was like a, I don't know, a a criticism from a true fan. Like, I really, really love the game. And I would would recommend that game to anybody who has any sort of, you know, interest in a side-scrolling action game. But, like... 
Fucking A, dude. It's the dash now, animation. In, in, in your defense, in your defense, the dash animation does look like ass. Okay, okay. It's completely, it's completely ridiculous. Like, it, like no person moves like that. Yeah. And like, who, who dashes forward by thrusting their hips mention, and like leaning their head back? Not to mention that game is like shamelessly a a carbon copy of like the Mega Man X formula, right? Oh, don't 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 tell the developers that. I'm not saying They'll that, disagree I'm not with saying you. that it's a clone. <laughs> I'm saying that it is clearly inspired from the Mega Man X style games. Literally it's called 20XX, right? Like, I mean, it's it's a clone. But here's the thing. <laughs> did did the art I'm director I'm kind of sad I missed this at PAX. <laughs> did the art director not look at the source material and look at that dash and be like, "Hmm, that's a really great looking dash Maybe animation." Maybe he wanted to do his own thing, you know, and like really make a difference. But again, who dashes by thrusting their hips just, and putting their head back just, that's how i do it just to clarify what it looks like is literally like an like an air hump like the the waist of the character is being thrust forward while like the head and legs move backwards it just looks like, so awkward like, so like you're being pulled sort of like, like imagine yes, like, like imagine around your waist exactly yeah like imagine you were wearing a magnetic belt and someone turned a magnet on and you're like whoa and being pulled by your waist like that's what it looks like and it's like that's not that's not how you dash. You crouch down, you get low to the ground, you you move forward like you have some sort of trajectory. Like, come on, man. That's an ability in this book that I this book series I was reading. Dashing. That's funny. <laughs> uh, they called it lurching, where you could be you you could pull metal to yourself or you to metal. Huh. And mist Mistborn. <laughs> great great book series. Yes. Do you want to plug your book? I will. Brandon Sanderson, Mistborn. You should read it. Brandon Sanderson, send your checks to Alex Shock at zerovie.com. <laughs> I will happily accept them. So on the flip side of the whole uh, don't uh, kickstart games, Ukulele looks like it's coming along really well. And yeah, ba- they've been backers really are getting cool. a demo uh, in July, I think. Yeah, so that is one of the f- very few games that I kickstart. So full disclosure because I know disclosure is all important in games, media, or whatever. There are, like, four games that have kickstarted. One of them was Mighty Number no. 9, which I feel like an asshole for kickstarting. The second was... Me too. Yeah. The second uh, is a game called Star Mazer from our friends at Imagos. Uh, that game looks great. It is... It does look good. I've actually game, played a version of that game, and it looks awesome, so... That game does look great. Yeah. we we will. Again, we haven't seen much in the way of uh, development. I've played a behind-closed-doors version of it, a build of it, and it was cool. Um, the next, it's very pretty. And then there were two other games that I kickstarted. Uh, Bloodlines, or uh, is it called Bloodlines? What, whatever that Castlevania game was. Bloodstained, that's what it's called. Uh, um, which I haven't heard much about. And I, feel I like did I Massive Chalice, actually. That was good. Yeah. And see, that actually came out. Um, yeah, it did. And then, yeah, the last one was Ukulele, which Ukulele, I think, by far sends the most, like, Kickstarter update notification things. Um, Yo, they have a character. Yeah. <laughs> that's a snake, and he has shorts, and his name is Trouser Snake. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Like, you can see the charm in that game. I just want to see, like, a like more gameplay of it. You know what Trouser I mean? Snake. We've only seen that one trailer so far. Like, show me something in motion, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, like I said, like we'll, we'll find out more. Okay, and then probably cut see out more for a second there. I said you'll probably get hands on in July, and then you'll probably see more at E3 this year. So true that we will be talking about E3 in just a minute. Uh, but before that, did you guys know that there's a new Gran Turismo game coming out? What? Oh my god, Gran Turismo Sport for the PlayStation 4 is going to be released on November 15th, 2016, says Sony. And a giant lull was heard from all around the world. There's one person that would really care about this. Chow. And that's Chow's dad. Chow's dad. I I literally do not care about this game, so don't don't look at me. I don't (laughs) trust Sims. That's surprising. Arcade racers all the way, karting games. Yeah, I'm there, but Sims, uh uh-uh. I mean, Drive Club was basically a sim, and Drive Club in its final state was actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it was a game that I enjoyed playing for a little while, but it's not something that I would play over and over and over again. Yeah, it didn't, like, lock in with you. And that's the the game with Gold Game, right? Next month. Which one? Drive Club? Isn't it? No. I miss wearing my own That That's a PlayStation exclusive. It's, Ah. uh, it's It's some lame 
right. Is it like the crew or something? Yeah, the crew, which I did enjoy. <laughs> oh, my article lost all of its stupid paragraph things. I no! Will, I will fix it. Uh, do you want me to do it? I'm like, here. Uh, no, it's, I think I've, I know how to do it. <laughs> if you know how to do it, go for it. I mean, I have the site uh, up too, so I can make it no big deal. I'll See? do it. Right, the guys. crew is another one of those games where everyone talks shit about it, but no one ever played. Well, I think, the reviewers I think no one ever no one ever played it because <laughs> everybody talks shit about it. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of like a mentality that's spread with uh, a lot of you know review sites. Like so, like some review site will you know be negative towards some game, and then everyone will be like, "Oh, that's exactly how I should feel about it," and they'll like kind of mimic yeah, that with no the bandwagon. Yeah. And and Speak. the reason why I mentioned that is because the like there's no real context to that because you you know you, you've got to consider the source. Shoutouts to TZR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of, I'm not hearing wonderful things about that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, no, me neither. I'm kind of glad that I didn't uh, follow up on that one. Um, yeah, it, it seems to be not excellent. The fact that there was no local multiplayer is kind of bizarre to me. That's outrageous. Yeah, that yeah that that's like unforgivable. But I'm also hearing pretty rough things about like the polish like the particularly the ai is very bad oh, that's a shame. Uh, like they'll just like run into walls and shit and like just continue to run into the wall or like like uh, i i watched a little bit of um jim sterling's jim impression of it and all of his dudes were fighting in a giant fire that if he went into he died so <laughs> he couldn't participate in the fight because all the ai was just standing in the fire wow that's hilarious I would so. like to point out that Platinum is working on what five games right now, or something like that. So that that, that, that is not is surprising. That is not at an all. excuse, though. That is a that's just a stupid thing to do if you like if you can't handle working on more than one game. Like I know I, that's my point. Is like I heard that they were working on a bunch of games while they were doing this, and I was well, like, well, none of these games are going to be great if they're trying to spread themselves so thin. Like Ubisoft puts out like a thousand games a year. Yeah, but they hire how many thousands of people? Well, I mean, how big is uh, Platinum's not huge. Platinum is not huge. I think the shame is that it, more recently, Platinum's kind of become the licensed property game developer. I mean, it really started with uh, uh, what you call it? Transformers. Metal Gear. No, the um, oh gosh, why is this game? Legend, Legend of, of Korra? Legend of Korra. Yeah. Oh, the Legend of Korra one, which wow. was also terrible. Yeah, so... two hundred employees. Yeah, so that was the first time that I think they started like descending into mm, this. This isn't so great kind of territory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean that game was bad. The Transformers one was questionable at best, mm-hmm. and and now this TMNT one is is supposedly pretty rough too. Which is a shame because Platinum is. I mean, for a long time, we're known to have very quality games. I mean, I think I think it's pretty easy. Like, now it'll be easier to tell which are going to be, like, the standout games. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the Platinum games that are Platinum games, you know what I mean? Like, not like a, you know, them just sort of developing a property. <laughs> Star Fox Zero. Um, well, oh, yeah! Star Fox Zero was them, too! Yeah. And that sucked! <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. I blame, I 100% blame Miyamoto for that. I'm very angry at Miyamoto yeah. because of Star Fox well, Zero. You have to use the tablet and the gyros. Yeah, that was, that was 100%, 100% his decision. Like, no, we need a game that makes the Wii U necessary. And I, I am, I'm going to say something very controversial right now. I'm kind of thinking Miyamoto needs to, like, stop involving himself so heavily in Nintendo. Yeah. Because well, he has he's a... lost it. I mean, think of every good game that came out for the Wii U. Miyamoto barely had anything to do with it. I mean, the lead designer for, like, Super Mario 3D World was not Miyamoto. Miyamoto, like, oversaw the project, but he was not the developer for it. You know what I mean? I'm just... I'm, I'm getting several occasions lately where it's like... And then Miyamoto said this ridiculous thing, and it's like, oh, that is the opposite of what people want. And we, we could have had a good Star Fox game, but he wouldn't let us have one. Nope. And like, yeah, like that's just, and that as a Star Fox fan, that makes me really angry. So, 
Which is sad because it seems like he's obsessed with trying to change the game industry again and less on just on making really great, well-designed games. Yeah. I yeah. think and we just like... need to wait to see what's up with the NX. I mean, I've, I've kind of... I'm very okay with letting uh, Nintendo sit on the back burner until we see something new. I mean... I know they're not going to be at E3 or whatever. Hopefully they'll have an, you know, well, they'll have the Zelda Nintendo Direct, which I actually just found out that uh, if you are in the greater New York City area, the new Nintendo World store, which is, I think, just called Nintendo of America or something. uh, Yeah. During the week of E3, they will have a playable version of the new Zelda there. Seriously? uh, That's right by my office. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty, uh, pretty real. Um I guarantee the lines are going to be out of control. Wow. So that's when I'll that place. Media pass. There you go. Like the last time I saw that place packed was when it first opened, and it was called the Pokemon Center. Oh yeah. And all they sold was Pokemon stuff. I was there. You want a you want an old school uh, Justin Skirbo story? At one point sure. in time, I went to the Nintendo World Store with a friend of mine, and we competed in a Metroid Prime Hunters tournament <laughs> with over a hundred people in there, and I came in sixth oh, place. All right, wow, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Bravo uh, for a for a terrible <laughs> game. That was a pretty interesting experience. Um, on the plus side, that was the day that I bought Tetris DS and realized that Tetris DS is the best and definitive version of Tetris. <laughs> I think Meteos is the best and definitive version of Tetris. Oh god, Meteos is such a fucking good game. Oh my god. Meteos is a like a hidden gem. Oh yeah. That game that game is is way better than it has any right to be. Anybody like, else familiar with Meteos? Do you know this game? Never heard of it. Meteos no, was a uh, played it. it was a very sort of under the radar puzzle game for the Nintendo DS that was like the original DS that was just awesome it's so so good it was the god the the music the the design of all the different characters and how radically different all the stages were and how every stage had its own music that was all sort of the same and like it reacted to the way that you moved the blocks around the multiplayer was really really good too essentially the way that the game worked was like there was constantly pieces falling from the top and you took the stylus to rearrange the pieces and anytime you made like uh rows of three of the same block it would like launch the that whole column of pieces up like a rocket and then anything that like crossed over the top of the screen would be like jettisoned to the other player and like shoot more blocks on top of them so it was like this constant back and forth it was really you were you were creating chemical reactions between like basically elements that would then act as rockets to propel your tetris blocks off of your screen and onto the enemy's screen but the catch was you could only move blocks up and down you couldn't move them side to side yeah i see so i got to the point where i was playing on like the hardest difficulty and i was holding the like make everything go really fast button i just god i love this game yeah this is so good it's a really really good game Maybe we'll hear about a new uh, Meteos game at E3. Se- I doubt it. <laughs> segue into E3. That was what my, a segue. That was my segue. Did you like that segue? Yeah, that was good. It was excellent. <laughs> okay, so guys, E3 is only three weeks away. Less than three weeks away right now. Like, oh my god. Um, We're already getting rumors. I mean, we've been getting rumors, but... Yeah, so, like, so, so first I want to share a bit of news about E3, which... Uh, I don't know, Ben wanted to talk about, but uh, then I kind of want to go into some predictions. Uh, so the first thing is that uh, E3, it's coinciding with E3. So as we know, E3 is a uh, media or industry only event, right? Um, but if you're in the LA area, there is actually a a live, it's called a, the E3 live show, which is open to the public and it's taking place coinciding E3. So E3 is in the LA Convention Center and then right next door will be the E3 live show where the public can go and play stuff. Nobody knows what's going to be playable there as of right now, but uh, that's a that's the thing that's happening, which is pretty cool. And it's free. First come, first serve. Yeah, so that, those lines are going to be out of control. There's going to be people like, yep. like just... <laughs> peering through oh, the windows no, no ticket sales free tickets are available from the e3 live site yeah yep but uh my guess is first come first serve <laughs> i i guarantee they were gone oh yeah they're, like, they're already sold out for sure 
Um, like <laughs> instantly. But let's, but that's cool. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool that they're getting more uh, more people involved in it. Although, frankly, and then I'll give you some inside tips here. Okay, when I was twenty nineteen. Was I 19 years old? When I was 19 <laughs> years old, I managed to finagle my way into E3. This was before TZR was anything. Was that you and Chow? No, that was so I went. Oh, this is before Chow. Chow was the third year that I went. So wow, the very first time I went, I was 19 years old, and uh, I got in contact with the right people it was really just hustling right you just email a freaking million people you pretend like you're someone important and eventually you'll find a kind of finagle your way in there and i ended up getting tickets so pro tip for those in the gaming or interested in the gaming industry uh definitely just push as hard as you can and see if you can get yourself in (laughs) try to sneak in yeah because you totally can hear from us (laughs) ESA, please don't hate me. <laughs> uh, but They've been... Uh, ESA, please don't revoke passes or pending passes that might be coming our way. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to spread the love. Everybody loves it, E3. It may be different now, too, though. Like, I remember the first year I went to Comic-Con. You could just, like... They were check, They were sort of checking, like, eyeballing it at the door, like, your pass. Yeah. Uh, but every year since then, it's locked, been more and more locked down. You know what's funny? So, uh, so true story. So I got a press pass to E3 this year, which is awesome. But I got, yeah. but I got rejected from Comic-Con. <laughs> I've, been, I've been going to Comic-Con as press for, like, uh, I don't even know how long. And for whatever reason, this is the first year that they rejected me. So. <laughs> what a loser. Whatever, Comic-Con. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> There's nothing really. I mean, if you're there for video games, frankly, the only reason why I liked going there was because they had really good art prints. They do, yeah. and they're, and they're, sometimes their panels are pretty cool. But uh, I wasn't too uh, too happy this year. Yeah, it was like maybe like twenty five percent game stuff, and it was basically yeah, just like le- Capcom. Less than I remember. It was like Capcom yeah. and Bandai Namco, and like that was it. I and mean, it's, it's just fiercely it is, crowded there. It is Comic Con, like, but it didn't. It, it used to be more. It used to just I mean, be like, when, like con, one, you know, not yeah. like like comics have mean, kind of taken a back seat there. Like there's a section of it, but it's more just media. Anything. I mean, now uh, I, when I went a couple years ago, it was mostly like TV, movies, comics, sort of, and like basically no games at all. Yeah, there's a good section of games there. It's just there wasn't anything interesting this year. Because like, who who's going to show off anything? big and interesting at comic-con because they i mean i'm sure they figure people aren't going there expecting video games you get some announcements out of it that's true every so often um Mm. i don't know it's just i I went i went once and it was mostly tv and movie stuff and then you know vendors yeah like i saw the firefly panel which was really really awesome and i know they had a big deal with like the avengers panel a couple years ago and uh Walking Dead's always a big presence. Yeah, the the Batman panel with Scott Snyder was a big deal when I was there because he was just hitting his stride with that run. Ugh. Yeah. What do you mean, ugh? Oh, sorry. I thought you, meant, I thought you said Zack Snyder. Oh, God, no. Ew. <laughs> Scott, Scott Snyder. Yeah, wow, their names, okay. Their names are far that, too close. That tells you how long ago I went to Comic-Con that he just ended his run with Batman 52 when yeah. I went to Comic-Con, he was a big deal because Batman 13 had just come out. Yeah, no, Scott Snyder's the man. Yeah. Sorry, 13 I, I, was the one with the Joker face all over it. Yeah. Oh, that was good. So good. Pretty oh, much the decided. only reason I went to panels at Comic-Con was to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's... Let, let's stand in those four-hour lines to, to sit down. <laughs> yeah, let's jump back to E3 real quick. The real gaming convention. Right. I'm curious what you guys think are going to be some of the more. Oh, wait a minute. Look out. Hang on, everybody. I'm going to vamp for a second because it looks like. Oh, there we go. Sorry, everybody. It looks like our voice chat went down for a second. Thank you. We'll just just edit that right out. We definitely. Every time we say (laughs) we'll edit something out, it never happens. Um,. Don't say we. <laughs> Every time it's my responsibility yeah, to edit something out, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, the one that so let's get back to E3 real quick. The true gaming convention. Um, 
I'm curious what you guys think or, or what are some of your guys' most interesting or, you know, what do you think is going to happen at E3? I want to hear some of your E3 predictions. Um, I was just the most excited for, like, the big guys, like PlayStation, Xbox, and at the time, Nintendo. Like, I was expecting three kind of big reveals, you know, the the PS4K and then whatever Xbox is doing, um, which was, there was a rumor today. Um, oh, and then I was expecting, slim, yeah. yeah, and then I was expecting a uh, Nintendo console reveal. But, uh, so that's kind of what I'm most excited about, just seeing the kind of new things that are coming out. And of course, there's going to be games involved, but uh, I-, I like that new technology, the-, the leap forward kind of thing. That's exciting. What's funny is that the last time that we saw a tech, it was like HoloLens and stuff, and like we didn't even actually like see that, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, we Which saw cool. it, but it's like not even like a real thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is awesome. But yeah. For very specific reasons. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, and those very specific reasons kind of killed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still around. It's just the, specific. It's it. It's not even released yet. Like it, it. It's not dead. It's just. It's in development. Yeah. Well, they they kind of put out dev kits and stuff like that, and then it kind of wasn't moving very quickly, and then they're kind of back into internally trying to develop it again. Yeah. At least that's what it seems like. So, so do you think that any of those new uh, hardware announcements are actually going to happen? Like, like I want to, I want to see what you think is like the like real things that are going to be announced or happen or what have you. I I like the sound of uh, the the slim rumor that we that just popped around today. Like that sounds like a reasonable thing that Xbox would announce. Not too exciting and expected. But, and we're all supposed to get like a new system. They're saying, uh, mm. like a, a kind of a point five edition in 2017. Yeah, with their partnership with Oculus, so that they can keep up with a. Uh, so it'll be an Oculus ready console. That'll be interesting. See, can I just say that like I'm the opposite of Alex, where hardware, particularly on the Xbox side of things, doesn't excite me at all because we still barely have any games for the xbox one Completely. and they're you already never, trying to sell us a new console you never buy the consoles anyway that's your problem well yeah i don't because there's no fucking games for yeah, any of the consoles i, I would say that pots is the most well-founded and is not buying consoles <laughs> right now because i mean xbox has sort of let us i mean maybe i'm speaking for myself and i know that i've been called a hater by this group of individuals before but I mean, I just haven't been all that impressed with it, and I feel like Xbox has been kind of a letdown this year. I you mean, would, last year would... was all... It, if you look at the exclusives, last year was a much better Xbox year than this year. And it was better than PS4 last year. Was it? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. looking yes, at my shelf right really now. I, a lot of exclusives. I'm pretty sure I own the entire collection Yo, of, first, of year We one. talked about this at the other podcast when we were at your place. Like, yes. All of the exclusives you have are for xbox and then you buy everything else third party like that are on both systems uh for playstation and that's why your playstation collection is so much oh bigger. no but i'm even saying exclusive wise like uh, i mean rare replay sunset overdrive was good killer instinct was good rise of the tomb raider was good hmm? but then like i look on the playstation side and it's like you know second sun was huh? awesome uh bloodborne was amazing. second son was not awesome i liked second son a lot it was okay it was it was not the best uh infamous but i thought <laughs> it was really good i think it flexed the i thought it was well. i thought it was very fine it was a lot of fun was it but stupid yeah, fun? it wasn't as good as infamous one or two yeah i don't know last light was actually pretty cool though even just like, like i'm only looking at stuff that's on my shelf but i mean it's really like downloadable stuff too that makes a big difference Although I will say Ori and the Blind Forest was a, a, an excellent Xbox exclusive game. That was a good game. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, there have been... And it's not saying that we're not going to... Like, if you get a new console, it's not that you just have a whole new library. It's that they're preparing... This is their. This is how they would argue it. They're preparing you for like a new generation of games that use VR and will make use of 4K games and shit. Yeah. Um, Meh. I, <laughs> yeah, I, but that's... I, Oh, we've lost connection again. What is going on with this audio? Discord is letting us down right now, ladies and gentlemen. 
it is being a very shoddy product. I'm not even sure why it's happening. It keeps saying no route. Like this is not this is a point five upgrade, so it'll play everything. And right now you won't be able to play VR on your console on Xbox. I the next console I buy is gonna be a PlayStation. Just letting there's you know, just, there's I'm, no, I'm, there's no fucking way I'm buying another Xbox. All right. Well, your bias aside, <laughs> wow. uh, you you hate the controller, but you're still gonna buy one. Wow, this is groundbreaking. Yes, this that let let that be, let that give you an idea of how displeased I am. That even though I find the PlayStation controller to be so bad that it's I'm almost incapable of playing games with it, that will still be the next console that I buy. Just, All right. just to, we're just, not talking about Pots World, like just to let you Xbox. Guys know. Yes, I know. <laughs> I just wanted I wanted to give my side of 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 E3. Like I don't care about the hardware. I'm trying to find games that I might be interested in. Just, um, just to let you guys know, like all of the audio dropped out for a little while there, and then it came back in like oh, mid nice. mid heated arguments. <laughs> this is kind of excellent. Oh, cool. So we will actually have to be doing some editing to this one yeah it was it was for a uh, the few conversation seconds, but... basically like everyone hates xbox uh xbox is gonna partner with oculus and get a vr and have a 0.5 system yeah. next year yeah so i'm, well, that, I'm but, looking... but what's stupid about that is you're gonna have to buy a new xbox in order to do vr whereas with playstation vr you just have to have the uh, normal PlayStation. wait a second <laughs> this is taken... because playstation <laughs> is going to be announcing something a whole new console too yeah, yeah yeah but i'm saying that with Xbox, in order to get into the VR game space, you have to buy the new Xbox. Whereas if you have a PS4 right now, you can totally go and just buy the VR when it comes out. That's true. Which Alex has pre-ordered. <laughs> I did pre-order the PlayStation VR and tried it at PAX. This has taken the uh, what are your E3 predictions question and just gone into crazy-ass <laughs> territory with it. I mean, for me, well, are we are we I've talking about predictions, or are we what's... talking about what we're most excited for? I'm talking predictions, like things that you well, know that, that you think that's kind might of the biggest happen. news this year. So it's like, well, I would I wouldn't say that. I mean, sure, like a, a upgraded console, like that that's cool or whatever. But like, I would almost side with Potts in saying that certain games I think could make a bigger splash than that. Like if we actually see some gameplay from Cyberpunk 2077, I think that's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, I think my biggest it's... prediction is that we're going to see, a, and I mean, a lot of people have been saying this, but I'm pretty confident that we're going to see a playable, like real in-game version of uh, Red Dead Redemption's sequel, mm. whatever that is. Ah, but Rockstar is almost never D three. Eh, we'll see. They were for Grand Theft Auto Four. If we could get something akin to the presentation last year, where it was like. By the way, Fallout 4 is a thing, and also here's Doom, and here's a bunch of other cool shit. Like, and we were all just like, "Oh my god, I can't handle this." That would that would be really exciting. I feel like what's yeah, going to happen I'm with really that is to see what Bethesda's doing this year. Yeah, personally, Bethesda should be pretty cool. I mean, I'm imagining that we're going to see some bullshit for uh, Elder Scrolls Online, which nobody's really going to care about. Um, I feel like there's a somewhat possibility that we'd see like an elder scrolls six like uh whatever the sequel to skyrim would be um, oh yeah elder scrolls we're, we're definitely gonna be see six. stuff from dishonored 2 six. Oh yeah we'll definitely see dishonored 2 i think dishonored 2 is gonna be like the duh we knew we I were mean, gonna see this game you know what i mean yeah i mean we saw dishonored 2 last year at e3 i'm saying no no, no but i think we're gonna see playable dishonored 2 this year that would be cool That'd be cool. I just want to see Blink happen. Like I, I loved the Blink ability in those games. Oh, oh yeah, the traversal Blink. in the first one was amazing. Not Blink's the time sweeper. No. no, <laughs> no. You know what I'm uh, what I'm hoping that we do see though. Like I'm, I'm excited but also slightly nervous about seeing uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I was just gonna say I hope we see some Mass Effect. Yeah. Just anything. I think we'll. I'm sure we'll at least hear something. I mean, last year all we got is, hey, this is a thing that we're that we're doing. We can't show you anything, we, but we promise you we, we're doing. We got like screen. We got screenshots. We got and, like and like a, a nine second video last time. We got like concept art and yeah, like a teaser trailer of zero gameplay and no idea what the actual game is going to look or play like. I I I'm just I'm excited for the prospect of it because 
it moves as far away from the old story as possible and it's just like a fresh start and if it i mean it could be exactly like uh fallout yeah it could be exactly like mass effect 3 but just with a like a just a fresh story where we're not so hindered by all the bullshit going on. Well, we've uh, that I'll be happy. We've discussed this on the podcast before that uh, the story is like somewhat understood at least you know from documents and stuff that they've released that it's going to be after Mass Effect three, but you're just like part of like the human race or whatever, uh, and you're basically trying to find a new habitable planet. Um, I believe that's what the dealio is, and it's the most watered. Well, form. you you're in a group of humans that's gone to the Andromeda Galaxy, where humans are like being new. hunted. Yeah, but like and you're, well, you're a to... minority. Yeah, so so they're they're pulling a lost in space. I, I guess. I mean, what? I whatever. That, Again, that if it if it takes us if it takes us away from the old story and just gives us a fresh start because i think it got very very you know big <laughs> and it it needs to go back to being kind of small again if that makes sense like more personal and less like the entire entirety of existence is going to be wiped out like we need to take a step back and make it more personal again make it more about characters yeah I mean... just give people that fresh start that's that's definitely one of the games that I'm very interested in seeing more information about. I'm also hoping that we see something like something cool from Capcom. I mean, I know that they're talking about Resident Evil Seven, and if we see something like positive about that, like that will easily be my game <laughs> of the show. If we actually see if something we, tangible from Resident if we Evil see, 7. Oh, I thought you meant if we see something positive, like. It would be shocking if we heard something good about a Resident Evil oh, game. Oh, no, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I I want to see something that I can be happy about, something that I'm excited about or can look forward to. I mean, they also They're have gonna... that Resident Evil 2 remake that's sort of in process that we haven't seen or heard anything about. Um, They're going to come out, and they're going to be like, Re- Resident Evil 7 is an action platformer. <laughs> an action platformer, first-person shooter. <laughs> hack and slash yeah and and you're just gonna die inside <laughs> hey you know what I, go ahead i was gonna uh, i'm gonna move on to something else but did you want to I, w- I was gonna ask you hey alex yes uh, do you th- <laughs> do you think we're gonna see a new trailer for final fantasy 7 you know that was actually one of the two things i was gonna bring up um that was announced. I can't believe it's been a year uh, since that since that happened. Yeah. Um. I was still at my old job then, but since since you all freaked the fuck out on hell the couch, yeah. Dude. Well, that was the gameplay trailer, right? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I think as fans, we deserve to see something like they were like they just they came out with like this big party, you know, like fucking Final Fantasy Seven, and everyone screams, you know. Babies are crying, you know, it was like a big deal. And, uh, and then they said it's episodic, and everyone went, What? There was a general, <laughs> like, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll still play it. Yeah. We'll still play it. See, I'm, I'm and, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, yes, I, I think they need to show something now because it's just going to turn into what a Final Fantasy VII remake has always or has, has been for the past 15 years, just like whispered uh, a th- among a thought, gamers a, a thought and a hope right a twinkle in the eye of square enix yeah yeah but I, they've, uh, they've shown you gameplay uh in game i just so. i you know I, i'm just hoping not that a lot square, but you'll probably see more i'm hoping that square has something serious to show us because frankly they could take the easy route out and just show us like more bullshit hitman DLC no, or tired. levels that nobody cares I'm done about. With their bullshit. Like they could show us more Deus Ex, which I'm sure is going to be playable on the floor or whatever. I but w- like, who cares? It's coming out in August. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't need to see any more of that game. They need to show us Deus Ex. I mean, because that's coming out. Yeah. On 
Final Fantasy VII, and I want to see some Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, dude. Up in here. I was just thinking the same thing. Like something, like, something legitimate. <laughs> like, like give us a year. Like, don't even tell us a, a month release T- window. Tell me, like, <laughs> I don't even care if you're like 2019. I don't care. Like, just give me something to look forward to. Because frankly, it's those kinds of games that I get the most excited about. The ones that are like, yeah, this is going to come out at some point. I mean, think I, about how hard I we freaked most- out for seven. Like, I get so annoyed though when games or movies just. They get announced three years in advance. I'm like, well, yes. God damn it! Like, don't or even tell me. Or Final Fantasy yeah. 15, and it's ten years. In oh advance. my god! I, don't, I mean, Kingdom Hearts too. Like, it wasn't announced, yeah. but it was alluded we, to. At the we end saw of two. I mean, that, and that end of two trailer. At, oh my god! Yes. I mean, we've we've talked about this on the podcast before, but like, I think we all kind of agree that like the Fallout Four and Star Wars. Uh, the new Star Wars movie did a really good job of like. Well, Fallout Four was like very quick. You know what I mean? I think if we're gonna, but see... it's, it's okay. like maximizing the hype. Whereas I think we all kind of hate when it's like this game is coming out. We're not gonna tell you when, and then it just never comes out. I would almost guarantee that we're gonna see something similar to Fallout Four happen at this E3. But for something that's like. I don't think something that's going to be announced like cold, like, oh yeah, fall, like Fallout 4, nobody knows what it is, and bam, it's coming out. I think it's going to be something like Last Guardian. Like, I think Last Guardian's good, like, because I don't think most uh, people care about it I was going to say, so- Sony does have several studios that have been very quiet, and we don't know what they're yeah. doing. So we yep. may finally see something, well, and they like, may be like, last- oh, when it's coming out in three months. I don't know. Sony had a great conference last year, but it was such a tease, and we've seen nothing. Yeah. that like So I think... Last Guardian is such a weird thing. Like, do you? So, I was listening to uh, the kind of funny PlayStation podcast, and they were talking about the Last Guardian, what its potential E3 presence could be like. And I think it's at the point where so many people like it's been this like fabled, hyped game and all this sort of stuff. Where it's like, does anybody really care anymore? Like, I I'm just morbidly interested to see what happens with it. But like, I kind of I'm not crazy hype for it. And if that's the case with most people, like. Like, I wouldn't be totally surprised if Sony was like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is out today, right now, digital only. Go on the PlayStation Store and download it. I've sort of reached, like, I'll use this. uh, It's like terminal velocity with my hype with that game. Mm -hmm. Where, like, it's there, but not at a point where it's, like, active. It's like, if it came out, I would get it. And I just want to play it at this point. Like, I'm not looking for news. Uh, I'm not like hunting it down. I'm not waiting for it. It's just, just announce. Say at E3 Sorry. that it's yeah, like it's out right now, and I will be like, okay, here's my money, and let's do this. Yeah, I don't think they could make that game small enough that it would be a downloadable title, though. I mean, full sixty dollar games are downloadable titles. So. Right. Well, yeah, but I'm saying that's, like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, I could Sony imagine. definitely wouldn't put that game out without putting it on the shelves. I, I Especially would, since it's been in development hell for, what, 10 years? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Do you really think that they'd want to continue to invest in retail copies and all this bullshit when they can literally just release it and it will still maintain the same level of hype that it's had from the beginning? Like, I, I would even go so far as to say that they would do the digital release at E3 and then, like, you know, a month or two later say, like, yeah, we'll have physical copies that'll come out later down the line. But, like, you know, we need or, to see, we need to start seeing some money back from this investment that we made fucking, whatever, ten, <laughs> five, ten years or ago. Like, it just won't ever come out. Also a possibility. Very possible. It, it, I just have faith, I guess, just because uh, Shadow of the Colossus is one of my favorite games of all time. Like, so I mean, like there's, a unique there's still experience. people... There's still people desperately waiting for Half-Life 3 to come out, and I, I don't know that that's ever going to happen. I think specifically in regards to PlayStation... Valve made too much money on hats. <laughs> yeah. I think and spe- Team Fortress 2, they don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> specifically in regards to PlayStation, as far as games that we actually know, I think I'm most excited to see more from uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Because that's... Yeah, yeah, that's th- what I was going to say. You know, that- there were a couple, uh, a couple games last year. Yeah, like Horizon... Um, and Scalebound. a couple like exclusive Scalebound and uh, 
Recore, which I don't think is ever going to come out for some reason. It just has that vibe to me. But yeah, that that didn't carry too much hype with it. Scalebound, I'm all in. I just for. like like sc- I just like new IPs. Like you know, Scalebound is like the platinum game that we know is going to be a full on platinum game, like Bayonetta two, like uh, Vanquish or whatever. Like I think it's going to be in that same vein. You know what, what I mean? What is Technomancer? Why is that? What is that? Uh, that comes out next month. So. It does. Yeah. You sure? Positive. Comes out. What the hell? Sixth. Jesus. How did that slip by? Real quick. I brought it up last year when we were talking about E3 stuff, and I said it looks cool, but yeah. It's it's not picking up a lot of steam. Action (laughs) role-playing game by Spiders. Hmm. uh, I'm definitely interested in seeing more about Scalebound, if only because it's an Xbox game. Um, But the fact that it doesn't come out till 2017 immediately makes me like. You didn't even play Quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum Break is no, really good. No, but Quantum Break, Quantum Break has nothing that I'm interested in, and I, I don't mean to say that it's bad. It's just it totally not at all what I would play. Pots, this is your know. this is your monthly reminder <laughs> to play Alan Wake because if you play I Alan still, Wake, still and got like it. it. I mean, do you I not like action like action games? It's the setting, like modern day, vaguely military. Like we sort of have time powers. Like it's just it's no, it's just near future. That's all it is. The setting is just not interesting to me at all. It's just a city. Like it's like yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Cities. It's just the city. You don't like guys? Just like some some guy. It's just some regular. It's just some regular dude walking around in regular life. You're you're making a lot of assumptions here. Yeah, like I. (laughs) To a guy who does who screams for exclusives on Xbox, you're really quick to disregard the the one good one that came out this year. No, I'm not disregarding it. I I don't I don't I think that there's anything wrong with it. I, it's I mean, you're, you're saying a, you don't like the setting. You, you're saying that just, before like playing a, it, you or before giving it any serious thought, you don't. No, want there to play are it. there are a, a a I have played it, and B there are two aspects to every game. There's the mechanisms and the actual gameplay. And then there's the the, uh, the the setting and the story. The the, yeah, the setting and the story, the aesthetic, the you know whatever you want to call it. And it, if the setting and the story and the aesthetic and whatever the good word for it is, it's well the setting and aesthetic is sci-fi. But if that isn't if that isn't something that's interesting to me, I'm far less likely to play the game, even if it's mechanically a game that I, I just would enjoy. Figured- you would give which, it more of a shot since it's also a third-person shooter, which is also not a type of game that I normally play. See, I, bit, I, 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 I'm not I understand to what you're saying. You. You're kind of like me when it comes to The Witcher. Like, I the game looks cool, and I recognize that it's amazing and awesome, but it's just not a game I ever really you don't want like or the need to play. Us, so we're <laughs> okay, but I played through The Last of Us. It controls well. The we don't have. Awesome, I really don't want to go. But into I it. don't like the story. It's just I didn't like it. I really I, don't want to talk. About it. Theme. <laughs> theme is the word I was trying to say. I guess I. Sorry. I just go from the the perspective of it's it's like I'm not going to try to convince you to play it anymore. It's just a bummer that you won't get to have that experience because it's it's actually a good game. Wait, do you mean me and Quantum Break? Yeah. I mean, I'll play Alan Wake at some point. I'm. I did not expect The Witcher to annihilate like all of my free time in the way that it did. Uh, when you gave, in fact, I might give you Alan Wake back until I'm at a point where I can actually play it because nope, I. I, I don't want. Like I want keep... you to hold on to that game until. All right, that's fine. I, <laughs> there's a constant reminder because I know that you as, will enjoy that game. As as long as you say that, that's fine. Um, but it just. I, I theme is uh, t- hashtag type C, you know, all that shit with, you know, whatever's going to happen with That's that. It's not real yet. Nobody, our, nobody knows that about that yet. I know. I know. It's our, our typings. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a narrative. <laughs> I'm a narrative person. I, I play games for their story and their setting and, and not so much for the mechanisms. Story. But it's, it's just like, I, you know, like there's a lot. Can, of... can we go back to E3? We we've this first. Hold on, hold death. on. Just one one more point though. Like, there's a lot of books and movies that I recognize as very very good, but if they're not the type of movie that I like to watch, I'm just not would... going to enjoy them. But how would you know before you watch it? 
because I know what type of like it's 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 I mean it's on it's on assumptions. Yes, but I've also played Quantum Break. (laughs) But that's not even your main argument. Whatever. Let's just move on. <laughs> just go into circles. I just I don't find it interesting. If you don't like if you don't like science fiction, you probably won't find Mass Effect interesting. If you don't like fantasy, then you're probably going to be bored by the look of The Witcher. But this like, is a sci-fi game. But it's it's like a it's like a it, well actually yeah it's a it's a sci-fi game. It's it's literally a science fiction game, which we sort of talked about the other day. Where it's it's like real science fiction in that it's like technology has moved slightly forward and it's like 10 years in the future and we can do time travel and it, it it's just not it's not the kind of science fiction that interests me it's not really what happened i but... i would go ahead and say that like there's a big ass time machine and the guy gets time powers i've played the game yeah but that's not <laughs> what the story is which is what you're saying is the problem uh, it's not here, the story. Here, here's the thing the... here's the thing so it's like by in the context that you're saying you've played the game, right? And and I know that this is a moot point at this point, but just humor me for a second. You, you've said you've played the game. You've engaged in one aspect of the game, which is third-person shooting, you know, time manipulation stuff. That is, from my experience with the game, only a very partial part of the entire experience that you get from that game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like... I played Quantum Break not because I was like, oh man, I am all about time manipulation. That is exactly why I'm <laughs> playing this game. That has nothing to do with my my initial reason for playing it. It's because, well, frankly, it's because I really loved Alan Wake. And Alan Wake has this very interesting and depthy way of, of telling a story. And I tie that very closely to just the way that Remedy creates experiences so when i heard that this game was made by remedy i was like yeah i am totally getting in on this also there there are overwatch pop vinyls and yes there's there's only like four of them for some reason i i feel like that's a very wasted uh like there's they just released the the pharaoh one they're talking about it's only going to be on like the uh the online store and then the Soldier 76 is only at GameStop, and then the other ones are just going to be everywhere. But there's only like four or five of them all together. Which they have is a, a bummer. One, I'm getting the Diva one. Uh, I don't know if there is a Diva one. I love Diva so much. All right, anyway, so back to E3. Back to E3. Um, Quantum Break, worst game ever. <laughs> no, no, worst I'm game ever. Actually, yeah, no. actually guys, I, Definitely. Think, I think our ramblings have brought us to the end of our podcast. Did it, we, have, we are pretty much out of time. <laughs> we are, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 you know, premeditated this. When we first uh, came on, I was like, you know what? We, we get on <laughs> tangents a lot. And I was right. Yeah. You, yeah, we did. <sighs> Guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me on episode 29 of the TZR podcast. Um, To all of our listeners, uh, you can download our podcast on SoundCloud every Wednesday at about 9.30 p.m. Uh, You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I suggest doing it on Google Play. The Google Play version sounds the best. I don't know why, but Stitcher compresses it in a really weird way, and it sounds like we're talking through a mattress. It's not great. Um, (laughs) So do that. Uh, you can also ask us any questions by emailing us at podcast at the zero uh, And if you do so, we might kick you a little steam game goodness. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, yeah. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Please also check out the zero where we post up daily news and reviews and all this sort of stuff. Uh also subscribe uh, subscribe to our youtube channel where we have weekly 60 second lures that are going up as well as a bevy of new videos on the way so you definitely want to subscribe to see all that once it comes out guys i hope you enjoyed yourselves on this episode of the podcast and i hope (laughs) oh what's up Let's go play Overwatch. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoys (laughs) the games that they play for the rest of the evening. I will definitely be playing Overwatch. Guys, we'll see you on the next one. Toodaloo!